Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have filled this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Based on fiction. All right, so we're back with part two. Uh, so this is, of course, Evan, the third host, and Brian. Uh, so now we're going to get into talking about T- well, the era, era, era of TMT two secret. TMNT. Of- yes, sorry. They're not the teen- <laughs> teenage mutant turtles. Well, yes, they are. But they're also teenagers. Um, two, the secret of the ooze, the first one that I recall seeing in theaters. So I remember, th- I remember going and seeing this one day of. I remember my cousin took me, mm-hmm. uh, and then I remember walking out. I remember seeing them like I thought it was at the time, which I know the Toka Razor Bebop Rocksteady debacle that we talked about in the last that episode. Was a for um, but I remember thinking walking out of it how much I loved it. Like I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, overall, as a kid, I also loved it. But yeah, but that was a pretty big stain of slap to my face. But I didn't realize how much it was an adaptation of the cartoon as opposed to actual follow-up of the mo- first yes. movie. It's, it's kind of like, uh, but it followed the same, well, I take that back. It was better than most superhero movies at that time because they never really tied together besides like one little thread or so. But this one, you can tell it was a continuation, but they did a complete shift they, to gear more towards what made them their bread and butter, which was the cartoon. Yeah. Took away all the weapons, which as a child I never realized. I that. never noticed as a kid. Until it actually took someone pointing out. I think on one of our, our earlier episodes yeah, during the internet age, when people who our age went back and watched shit from our childhood and commented on it, that that's when I found out. But I have to assume, and I guess it's been years since I've watched Secret of the Use. But maybe I'll actually go back. But, but they have to it's use cool for. Uh, Mike to use a sausage lick. Yeah, it's done. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> as a kid, I probably I, I was all for it. But I have to assume they use their weapons at some point. They do. It's not a lot because I know when they fought. I think against humans, they didn't. But if it was Super Shredder, played by Kevin Nash, I believe, and it was a uh, fucking Tozar and fucking Razor, they did. But the most egregious part, if you recall, is when they were stuck in a net. And they said, how do we get out? And they had their swords. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I was a kid. I was a kid. There was a rope. Over my head. I was like, does anyone else realize there's a rope net? <laughs> how do we get out? I realized a bow staff ain't going to do shit. <laughs> but I think that was the only weapon that they kept was a bow staff. Yes. Yep. Um. But yeah, I, I, as a kid, I thought. But I remember thinking, like, okay, it's cool. Um, You're getting some new mutants in it. Uh, but... And I thought the idea of Super Shredder was really cool. As a kid, yeah, I did. Yep, yep. Um, he's he, he Shredder, but he's super. I'm like, oh my. And then I remember when they came out with the Super Shredder action figure. Yes. The hardest to find Ninja Turtle action figure, I want to say. Is the second movie when they started to have a second line of movie, of toys just for the movie? Yeah, and they had the rubber posable bendable yes, ones. Those that, were really good. That, that looked, at the time, looked like the closest, like, these are the most detailed action figures I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They might as well be made by McFarlane. Yeah. Those are actually really good. Yeah. 
Really good. And I like because I always joke around like you could pop the head off. Yep. And it looked like they put the fucking uh, head in the hey, shell. shell. Yep. Um. Yeah, and they had the, those were really good the spots. I actually seen it at my local comic shop. They had those not too long ago, like mm-hmm. just those uh fucking loose figures. Mm-hmm. But they still wanted like twenty bucks a piece for them or something. I'm like, eh, no. They look cool. If I could get them and just put them down in my basement or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't going to pay that kind of money for them. Personally, yeah. I would probably pay ten. That probably uh, forty bucks for all four of them. I'd pay five. Five. I'm sure they don't even have weapons in them. Yeah. Uh, maybe ten if they had like the, I could pose them and have the weapons with them. Ten in the right environment. So say say if it's, if it's at a con and I've got like fifty bucks left in like his last hour. Oh yeah. Yeah. I fuck with it. Um. Those were actually really good figures. Yeah. Because like. But those are the only ones they did that for. Because they came out with the... And 30 did, too. Well, but, but they weren't the bendable ones. They had, like, liver, liver spots or whatever yeah. on them. And the armors, like, uh, yeah. all the like, several armors. We'll get back to that piece of trash. We'll be here in a minute. Because <laughs> I'm sure we can probably fit that into this episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I'm just thinking about... I remember going to see that movie in theaters, too. Three? Ugh. My mom took me to see that one. I walked out. I was the biggest Ninja Turtles fan and I think that crushed my soul. Really? See, um, I am... So, yeah, like, we're ping-pong between two and three in this one. Uh, I am a TMNT3... TMNT, yeah. TMNT3 apologist. As a kid, it was my favorite one. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, though. Because it's the one that I wanted to see for so long, and then my mom, God lover, she never took me and my brother to any movies that we wanted to see. I was a kid watching fucking... I beat up Tina Turner, Tina Turner, and fucking Malcolm X getting shot. <laughs> but we can see any fucking kids movie. That's why I fucked up now. I didn't watch any kids movies. Now, and, and, and then my grandma, on my mom's side, she was very cool about that stuff. But because she, she was an old school Christian, she didn't believe in going to movies. So, so when it came out on tape, there's a place in Bridgeport that we always used to go to get the fucking our. Uh, Game rentals and our movies. So on the weekends, we'll go over there and we'll rent like seven movies and like five video games. Spend a whole fucking weekend eating fucking pizza and watching movies. So that's how I saw a lot of movies. But my mom never took us to see any fucking kids movies. I can't think of one besides maybe fucking Jurassic Park. But that's kind of that's not a kids movie. Yeah, I was gonna say kids like it because it had like sheets and shit, but not really a kids movie. I mean, you gotta be G or PG to be a kids <laughs> yeah. movie. That's a PG I'm like, Mom, my mom wouldn't let me go see Jurassic Park. It was gonna be too scary. I had to sneak to the Dollar Theater, so I didn't even see it in the opening run. I had to sneak to the Dollar Theater in the summer at the Green Acres Plaza oh, Dollar yeah. Theater. Yep, 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 yep. That was the old J.C. Penney's to see it. It was right by the old J.C. Penney's. Yeah, mm-hmm. like two doors down. It was like where. Uh, Right where, uh, right in between Planet Fitness and Ollie's. Yep. That's where that place was. So did your mom take you to go see Odd uh, Rose 3? No. So, okay. So here, here's how that story goes. So after seeing two in theaters, I was, uh, that's when I, that's kind of when I peaked at my, um, Turtle uh, Phantomania. Uh, so then when they announced the third movie, I'm like, I gotta see this movie so fucking bad. And then I saw the fucking toys and shit. Like, I want to go see this shit. So it, but, 
it never happened because my mom didn't take me, and then my grandma didn't take us to actual movies. And I think I think that's one of the movies that at the uh, a, a video store they never had it in stock. Every time I went to get it, it was never fucking there. So it was maybe I saw it three to four years late. So I had Ooh. all that. All that shit was built up, and I finally saw it. I was so happy to watch it. And then at that time, I love samurais and shit anyway. So, so they're, they're, they're turtles and samurai, and, and I love it. See, and I'm going far. It wasn't the storyline that took me out of it. It was the fact that Jim Henson, because I think Jim Henson did the first two. And it was noticeable that, that he was absent. Yeah. It was the robot yes. splinter. So if you notice, I want to say. splinter especially. Splinter is behind a window yes. in any scene. Oh, I'm, my turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Splinter was like a Chuck E. Cheese character. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you, had Chuck e. Cheese, you had the Chuck E. Cheese rap for Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he was. He was a Chuck E. Cheese character. It was character. like the fucking Jughead band, like shit like yes. that. Like, I mean, it, 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 was, it was bad. And the, and the turtle costumes were noticeably different. They were. That's why they put those fucking... Armors on, and I thought was, to me though it was cool to see the turtles who were ninjas having those samurai attire. But I like that they brought Casey Jones back, except yep. for the fact they didn't put Casey Jones in costume. They made Casey Jones a glorified fucking babysitter, and, and that's what he was because he probably said like, "We need somebody to come back for this movie. Cause we know it's going to be bad, so, so we'll we can pay tie, you. It, tie it into the original." Yeah, like, like, look, Casey, look, we'll, we'll pay you this money for like. A day of fucking uh, work. Okay, I'll do it. I guarantee you that that's what it was. Okay? Really in the beginning and the end, right? Yep. I, I'll be honest. I tried going back and watching you... it, but it, it's to me. Oh god, it's just bad. But um, I will say this: I saw that around the same time that the next mutation live action show came out. And the next mutation live action show that shows you bad animatronics. That's yeah. fucking terrible. So there's. Two iterations of Ninja Turtles that, well, no, I'm going to take that back. There's probably a lot more to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, going back to Turtles, and again, this is going to be, this is probably going to end up being a multi, multi-episode multi yep. arc. It, I'm going to try to commit, unless we have something grievous to come out with, which I'm sure if we don't finish this series before the end of the year, we'll get to our Christmas episode. But I want to try to commit at least... My episodes, I'll be on the this. Uh, we're gonna finish our TMNT retrospective, mm-hmm. um, because there is a lot. But I got into the '80s cartoon. I don't think I've ever seen in full because that was just when you could catch them on Saturday exactly. mornings. Yep, yep, yep. But I think and towards it, the, it was CBS. Who the fuck watched CBS? True. <laughs> but I think it was the tail end of the cartoon was when I was kind of getting out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When they when, when they at the time drastically, but now. Slightly change like change like the art style because as a kid, yeah. as a kid like, well, this is completely different. But now I saw it as a dog, like this is slightly mm-hmm. different. Um, and the change like the theme song. Yeah, I don't even know if I know what the new theme, the different theme song was. It was basically like remix. It um, had different um parts of it had different shots from the show on there because that's when Splinter died. I mean, that's when Shredder died, and and like they're fighting someone else. It was like aliens or something. Like that, yeah. It? Yep. Yep. Um. James Avery, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uncle Phil. A little known fact. Anyone that. Anyone don't know, Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel Air was the voice of Shredder. He was a a prolific voice actor because he, he, he also was the first roadie on the Iron Man cartoon. Was, was he's going? It's so odd to go back. I remember when I first heard that, I'm like, there's no way Uncle Phil is the voice of Shredder. And then you listen to it, it's like, 
Uh, all I can really hear is Uncle Phil. Yeah. Any deep I'll voice... I'll you, my do- you yeah. turtles. Any deep voice character was always a big black dude, although the character on the cartoon you was def- a big black dude. You could definitely tell on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when the Shredder voice comes out. Like, yes. Will. <laughs> Jazz, get out! <laughs> they got a... I don't know who that was more offensive to. They got a black character to play an Asian character. Well, was it more efficient to the blacks or more fe- offensive to the Asians? Bro, well, not offensive at all. The Asians are used to it. Like, <laughs> uh, people think the black people have it bad, but, but they about, whitewashed a lot of Asian characters. Yeah, think about okay. Now this is timely and poignant, but people think the black people have it bad. I'm a black dude, so I know uh, I can attest to that. You but, are, <laughs> but think about any other minority. Name name three other people who are a minority other than black who are in politics. Ted Cruz, maybe? I don't think Ted Cruz is real Hispanic. Like American politics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or name name a, a household name besides Jackie Chan of Asians. A household name. Jet Li? <laughs> name one from, from 2000 and above. Name a popular Chinese actress. Name a Native American actress. Jamie Chung? Okay. Name name a Native American actor. Oh, uh, Danny Trejo. He's Hispanic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jason Charles was like, "What was Asian?" <laughs> yeah, he was like, "I think Charles, right?" Is it Charles Asian? Tommy Chong. I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, so the guy like, from Hey Dude. <laughs> and his name was Danny too. <laughs> yeah, it was also Danny. But yeah, so um, I think the Asians. Probably got it worse, but also all things being equal, this is a tangent, but it, it's all tied in. Um, there are actually a lot of white characters who have been voiced by big black dudes. Like Kingpin from Spider-Man cartoon was probably a black dude. Any any Kingpin and Daredevil was a black dude. Yeah, but uh, but like voice acting wise, like fucking Phil Lamar has done a lot of white characters. Also, like Uncle Phil, Phil Lamar was the voice of Samurai Jack. I think it all just comes down to like if you're a good voice actor and can change the pitch and tone yep. of your voice, then oh. I, I feel Lamar. But anyway, yeah. Um, so back to Turtles to Secret of the Ooze. But like, going back so, to live action Turtles, you said Next Mutation was the worst live action Ninja Turtle. Yes, I can one up you on that okay. one. Uh Pizza Hut had a, a VHS tape. Of a live action concert. Yes. Which was actually a story in itself that I had that uh the coming out of their shell tour, I think. Yes, was. yep, yep, yep. Do you think that would be a name they would really want to go with nowadays though? It'd be popular now. Yeah. Do you think they ever really caught on like we're gonna call Nina Change Me and Shirtles the coming out of okay. their shell? <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Coming out ellipses. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, there also, I saw this on uh, the YouTube channel Comic Tropes. There was like a, a Christmas. There was two of them, I believe. Special that they did was straight, like straight, straight to VHS. And then there was also like Nightmare Fuel. It was so bad. Really? Yes, they were really, really, really bad. Were these online the next mutation? So I'll be honest. Before I never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of the new mutation. I thought about buying because they are in a 
the Apple t- or through iTunes. So I thought about buying the I think the series is ten episodes yeah. or something like that. They were on uh, Netflix for a while too. I don't think they are anymore. Gotcha. Um, but it is where the concept I want to say of the fifth turtle originally yep. came from, yep. which was let's create a female turtle, and on the cartoon it was Venus de Milo, which is an idea not copied 100%, not a carbon copy, but an idea that they have incorporated now into the current comic books. Yes, but they did it completely different in in, in the comic books, and there is a backdoor out of it for when this doesn't work out or for when they want to go back to being like just the four turtles. Now, what's cool about that, as I found out in the or in a visual history of TMNT, which should be on my shelf here. Top. Very top. By the Hulk hands. Yes. Um, you find out, because as a kid, I didn't know this, and I thought that Eastman and Larry, because at that point, I knew, who, I knew who they were. I thought that, I thought that they would be upset that there's this fifth turtle. But they were involved in it, and, and they created her. You know, 26 episodes of The Next Mutation. Yeah, you know what? Because it was two seasons. Yeah. No, it was one. Oh, back then, it was a half hour show like that. Yeah, so like, it had, 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 uh, had a full season. But something that uh, I found out recently that is kind of controversial, uh, Leo was trying to fuck the girl turtle. And then he said, look, hey, check it out. It's like, we aren't really siblings. And then these dudes asking my brothers, we just came from the same shit. Like, ooh. That's that's different because like now they're portrayed as being actual siblings, um, and I feel like they always kind of were. Now, maybe you'll know, and I don't remember. Wasn't Next Mutation same universe as the Power Rangers? Yes, Did, they had a team up or crossover. Crossover, and I, I think they had two. But one was Turtles, Power Rangers, and the Mass Rider, I believe, because that's when fucking Ham. Saban was all Fox kids. Like, like two hours of their whole four-hour block was all, all him. You know, the costumes are bad, but I'll give them this. Their Splinter looks better than the Splinter in their Turtles 3. Yeah, and honestly, I like those. I watched that, that show because I like those different um costumes. I think I would have liked it as a kid. But I don't like the, when they fought like all the humans and shit like that, though. The humans in the show made them look even worse. Now... But do you know what those costumes and that show look like? The Jim Lee Playmates ones for the Savage Dragon line. Yeah. Do you recall that? I what? do not. Because Jim Lee did um, Turtles line and Playmates, but it wasn't Playmates. Oh, Turtles. the action figures? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Sorry. And um, those kind of like... Cause that was the first time that I can recall where like, the costumes were drastically different. Than, well, were different. The Jim Lee ones? Yeah. Like, they were buffer. And then, like, they had different, uh, like, designs. And I, and I think, for whatever reason, that was tied into the Savage Dragon line. Yes, I want to say you're right. Which is weird because they were still Playmates. Because Playmates also did the Turtles toys. I'm, I'm surprised that they let the Savage Dragon line... This Eric Larson have turtles figures. It was these ones, right? Yep. Wait, is it those? Yeah, because it came with, like those mini comics. Yep, right there. And I didn't get them because I didn't. Uh, at the time, I didn't get. I don't think I ever got these figures because uh, they looked too different. Yeah. One thing I was never crazy about. I hated the Ninja Shield action figures. Well, that 
all of a sudden they were like themed ones like yeah yeah oh these are sports playing turtles or shit yeah. like that um I there was one one figure that I liked that I thought was really cool and it was the Donatello with the trench coat and he had the human mask that you could put on him yep. so that it was like oh one of the turtles when they go out and um mm-hmm. but that's kind of in line with the show though yeah so what were your favorite action figures in the show so take the movie ones away uh, do, you, do you remember do you recall any favorite ones yes. Um, I like the, uh, the, the duck one that had, like, the wings you could take on and off. Because Ace, Ace Duck? Ace Duck or something like that. Because in my comic book universe, I mean, because my action figure verse, because I had my own action figure verse where I would take characters who were other characters making my own character, uh, that was Howard the Duck. Okay. And then, um, I like the Donatello big-ass one from, like, 92. Oh, the super tall ones? Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't like getting figures like that. Because you couldn't do another one, though. Uh, but, like, we had Leo and, and Don, so we had two at least. And then I like the life size for a kid of both staff that either came with that figure or it came separately. But but I recall as a kid, Donnie was always my favorite one. Yeah, I, I was like your typical. He probably still is, as a matter of fact. I was your typical kid. Michelangelo is my favorite. Uh, I hate Michael. To this kid. day, I hate Michael Angelo. He's my least um, favorite. Which I think now Raph is my favorite. Yeah, uh, I was Donnie and Raph, and then my brother was uh, Leo and Mike second. Which I think Raph was my least favorite as a kid. Really? And I want to say, because we'll get into this a little bit more in another episode, I don't know will be the next one. But the video games, Raph was always the worst one to play. He, he had the worst weapon, though. And then, like, the first one, like, it was. <laughs> No, no, no! In the first one, like they was spin. It was yeah. Weird. It was it was, it was and there was no fucking range for him. No range, no range. Actually, Mike sucked for it too. Don and uh, Leo, Leo were the best, ones. best in ones. all the games. Well, it, it, in all the games from our video game era. Yeah. Um, um we'll, I'm sure we'll we'll have probably an episode about the all the video games. Yep. Um, or at least the first two because those were probably the main ones. Those were the only ones I, I remember. Well, there's three of them. Uh, Turtles in time. Turtles one. Turtles. To the arcade Two? game. Yep. Yep, so the first three then. Um, uh, but, uh, so, and what, there was another one that was Donatello that I liked a lot, too. But, yeah, but those were the main ones that I liked. How about you? Um, so, I know I just, I, I said this, but I, I, I like the Turtles 2 uh, movie line a lot. Yep. Um, I remember I had the Mondo Gecko. I liked that because he had the skateboard. Um, fuck, I'm going to try to remember the name of it. Was it Manta Ray? I know what you're talking about, yeah, but I can't, I think there might be something like that. Um, because, I don't know if you remember, his, uh, chest changed color, his costume, like, when it got wet. Mm. Um, but what I like even more is as they incorporated those in the characters in the comics, um, the, which was the Archie series, and they formed their own group called the Mighty... Mutant animals. Mutant animals. Um, so then I could actually have, like, okay, yeah, you had your four ninja trolls, and now you had this other team of uh, characters. Never was a wingnut and screw loose fan. I had the action figure, but uh, for some reason I remember it wasn't that posable. Which, yeah. going back, none of the figures were that posable. No. They had the fucking weird legs, the hunched that legs. Mood, were, yeah, yep, yep. Um, tiny legs, which I think was the He Man route that they took. Yep. Uh, I've got to be honest, though. I never really liked those toys. I always thought they were cheaper than everything else. Che- cheaper looking and, and cheaper uh because like 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 the 
the weapons in the back that was like one color that wasn't even a color of fucking weapons, that always had them seeming cheap and then like how unposable they were. Compared to that time, my favorite toys were like the Toy Biz X-Men Spider-Man figures, which were far superior in my opinion. Yes. Now they're trash. <laughs> but back then they were far superior. Um, do you remember when you could always tell if you had the original line of the Ninja Turtles where they had like the plastic yep. squishy heads mm-hmm. and then like they were the hard plastic ones after that? Yep. Um, this is a sidebar too, but I do like the fact that uh, whoever has the Marvel toy line now, I think is Hasbro, they're doing like the old school, old retro body. school. Yeah, That's yeah. cool as fuck, man. That's and kind of that, makes them look like, they yes. have the more posability, but looks like... Uh, yep, yep. Because, like, that Deadpool, because, like, my brother had, had a Deadpool, and it was always a dumb... It was cool and dumb at the same time, because one of the hands had a dagger built in it permanently, but when you stab somebody, it went in. Mm-hmm. But then, if you're not in a fight scene, it was dumb in my toy verse. You know what I just realized this morning? It's so sad. Uh, you're probably going to laugh at me. Dawn on me today as I was watching Titans, Slade Wilson, mm-hmm. Wade Wilson... That's crazy that like you never noticed that because uh, that's blatant. I, I always I always had read like Deadpool was like a um, pastiche, yeah, um, rip off of Deathlock, but the name even to Death or not Deathlock, uh, Deathstroke, Deathstroke, Deadpool, and, Dead Death, yeah, Stroke Pool. I never got how they're anything like besides the fact that they're both uh, mercenaries. Yeah, that, that's it though, and, and, and like the name because like how they act is completely different. Well, I guess Deadpool acts like. Spider-Man, but he's a mercenary like a Deathstroke. The costumes ain't even all that similar. No. I was always looking, like, oh, I wonder if Death- Deadpool's, uh, maybe his left eye or right eye, whatever the opposite one of uh, Deathstroke's was missing or something like that, or something else was missing, but I, I didn't, I didn't, never realized the name similarities like yeah. that. Um, Alright, what would we, oh, the movies. Yes. So, anyways... Now, the one thing I will say, at least with Ninja Turtles 3, is they at least brought back April 2. Bro, and, and which April was the, 2, much hotter April, yeah, in my I, opinion. I was just going to say. Because I thought Judith Hogg, I think, Hogg. Yeah. Was butt ugly, in my opinion. Um, as a kid, she was ugly, but as an adult, for some reason. No, no offense, Judith, if, you, if you're like, listening. You were at Detroit Motor City Comic Con. And she's aged like well. Yes. She has aged like why? And I really wanted to meet you because you were part of my, one of the, uh, a definitive part of my history growing up. But I did not because I didn't want to pay the money to Yeah. Do but it. I think that she's just famous enough that I could probably fuck her. <laughs> 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 oh, and she's got no one up coming up to her line. And, right. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, you might be able to. I, I'm full grown now. You probably <laughs> There's a different April O'Neil I'd like to meet, though. The porn star April O'Neil. Yes. 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 Although, she hasn't done anything in a long time. That's been good, at least. Yeah, I was going to say, she might be retired. Yeah, like, now she's more uh, of a cosplayer, I feel like. Um. Yeah, because she dresses up like April from mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtles a lot. But, yes, April O'Neil from Ninja Turtles 2 and 3... Was the far superior April to I me. I agree. Um, Honestly, also uh, a better actor. Yes. Now, what were your thoughts on Kino? That's an Asian kid, right? Yeah, from Turtles 2. Which I want to say was a, one of the stunt coordinators from the first one. And he also played uh, Don Tello sometimes, too. Was he? Mm-hmm. Did you like Kino? Yes, because... Uh, as a kid, the point of view kid character works. 
Because like in the first one, like, like had that kid who was a bad guy. Danny? Yeah. But that also works for me. Now, as an adult, I hate when there's a kid point of view character. But that's still better than when in the 2000s, they turned every property that I liked to kids. Like, X-Men went, turned to kids. Spider-Man became a kid. Iron Man became a kid. As opposed to back in the Just throw a kid and character throw, into it. I would rather they throw a kid in it than make the characters kids. I mm-hmm. hate that trope. Um. Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of like the everyday character to throw into it, which was weird. So again, it was just the one thing. And as much as I like Ninja Turtles too, the one thing I had a hard time, which we kind of referenced already, was the fact that they created so much new characters for. It. And as we talked before we even started, when we were just kind of catching up, you know my thought on mm-hmm. creating characters. If you if you have a whole line of something, especially if you've never made a version into like the live action. Yeah. Why not take something and put it into it? Again, and there might have been some rights issues. I don't know per se, but like, why wouldn't you put Bebop and Rocksteady in a movie with Ninja Turtles when you create two new mutants yeah. for Shredder? Why wouldn't you find something, and I don't know who you would do, but I have to assume there was a character that you could have incorporated into yeah. the movie. But that's why I like, and I know a lot of people hate them, but the two new Ninja Turtle movies that came out in the last few years... Yeah. They introduced the Vernon character, which worked with April, and then Will Arnett played him, because he was from the TV show, the cartoon. Was he? Mm-hmm. Who did he play? Oh, Vernon was from the cartoon. Yeah. I, I got you. Yes, he was. Yeah, I, I remember that now. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, so. Oh, uh, small sidebar that ties into the movie, because I also learned this from the, the old Turtles Den uh, YouTube channel. Were you aware that they were going to make the doctor, sciences guy, fusatoid? The doctor. Who Who made the ooze. Oh, and then shows two? Mm-hmm. Were they? Yeah. And two was also going to be a segue to part three where they would have the uh, Triceratons, whatever the fuck they're called. Because well, I never realized, I had the Triceraton action figure. I never realized how big of a character they're huge. into the Turtles universe yeah. those actually are. That's probably one of the bigger ones <laughs> yeah. in the old comics mm-hmm. and the more recent IDW ones. Yep. Um, but that's my thing. And I, maybe going back to Ninja Turtles 3 where some of my hatred towards it lies is again you have such a vast history. You don't need Shredder in every uh, in every movie. And bringing him back for the, the second one, okay. Like I didn't need to see How Shredder part 3. Because like, no, he died in one obviously. He never died. He just was. He never actually uh, was compacted that trash. Oh, his remember when, his when, arm just comes up and true. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, Tatsu was it Tatsu? Was that his name? Yes. Uh, was running the Foot Clan. Did he oh, beat wait, a wait. bunch of children? Did his arm come up in one, or did his arm come up in the first part of two? I don't remember. It was like an after credit type thing. Yeah, because I was gonna say was that like one of the first post credit scenes. Then? Might have been. I'm gonna have to go back and watch these yeah. movies. Um, but why did it take so? So why did it take so long for Baxter Stockman, who again another pivotal uh, Turtles character, Tyler Perry's Baxter Stockman? <laughs> <laughs> but Medea, Tyler Perry as Baxter isn't bad casting though. No, great casting, bad performance. 
Uh, I don't know. Did you? Th- wasn't it you that said you did not like his performance? I I never seen that. But Tyler Perry was good and Gone Girl. Isn't and it? actually, he and he actually looked like the Baxter Stockman from the original cart or comic book. The only way not the Baxter Stockman, Stockman, not the original Baxter Stockman from the cartoon. Right. The only way the Baxter Stockman could have been better is if they uh hired uh what's his name, Jaleel White to play him, Urkel. <laughs> it would have been better. The first God black nerd geez. played the black nerd. The only way it could have been better. <laughs> now, answer me this. So, because sure. you know more about the original Turtles run, the the comic, the Mirage stuff. Yep. Was the whole fly concept of Baxter Stockman everything, or was that just yes. in the cartoon? Was it? Yep, I'm thinking the second appearance, like, turns into fly. Really? The second or third appearance. Was that, did they do that in the IDW, or did they just kind of hint at that? I want. I think they hinted at it, but never actually did it. Or maybe he changed to a fly, but he changed back to human because he's he's definitely human again now. Because I think he's married. So there's like, so um again, this will be another episode down the road where we kind of get into more of the the more recent comics. Um, but turtles kind of became big in the last what ten years? No, yeah, ten years or so. In two thousand ten or twelve, that's when IDW bought it again and And Nickelodeon. That's Nickelodeon bought it, and then put that cartoon out, and then that's when they gave the license to to uh, produce more mainstream comics to IDW because Peter Laird. So when Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird decided to part ways, because Kevin Eastman kind of was doing his own thing, fucking porn stars, running fucking uh, Kitchen Sink Press, I believe, no Tundra, and then he was uh, doing Heavy Metal Magazine, so his interest kind of. Shifted away. Peter Laird, Peter Laird was always about it. So uh, they parted ways. Peter Laird was still doing Turtles comic books at that point. Because they had like an, uh, a, a Mirage run from like 2000 to like 2012. It came out every other month. And then on the off month, it had like Tales of TMNT. Okay. And, and, it's, and it's not bad because it follows the... the uh, I will say this. Continuity. Trying to... Grasp any concept of the old school Ninja Turtles comics and like the publication history or anything, yeah. And volumes is next to impossible. Oh, uh, there's a video that does it because I've always wondered why. Because I want to, I'm go- in the process of collecting some of the old uh collections, uh-huh. but they skip around so many issues. I've always wondered why they do, and I didn't realize until later on. I think. Think this is why is they only collect the Eastman and Laird in that issues. line, in that line. But they are ones that do have the others in between. But they're uh, in like typically like tales of the tales of yeah. But those because uh, and it was weird how they did it because they do like the first like maybe ten issues, and all of a sudden it's like skip. they do like two issues and there's yep. something like that. Yep. Because but did they they quit at the original City at War, didn't they? Yep, the original City at War is the end of the first volume. Yep, and so was that all they did for the first volume? Yep, and the Eastman didn't do anything else until he started working with IDW. And then Urban Legends was originally volume three, which was originally in continuity until they took it out and said, no, this is its own story. Right, because apparently Laird didn't like what Eric Larson was doing as the editor gotcha. of that book. Because uh, Kevin Eastman... Or both him and Laird asked Eric Larson to take over because they didn't have time a- after Volume Two because Volume Two is actually pretty good. That that's when it was a Mirage, but in color. 
Oh, okay. And that's when uh, the, the third artist who's known, uh, Jim Larson, takes over like art chores. And that, and then at the end of volume two, they say that that whole volume was a dream. But like, yeah, like there, there is a video on that. But so there was in it. Yes, exactly. And that's around the time that that actually happened, uh, like, in Roseanne. But to kind of wrap up this episode, I'll say this. Did you know that the reason why it was, there was a huge gap between 2 and 3 in the movie was because they had other plans for 3 that they couldn't do financially, so I had to scale it way, way back? Because 3 was going to be, like, a darker movie again. Because two, 2 was two was being one, like, that was going to appease the kids. And by then, the cartoon kind of waned out. So they were going to go back to growing with the audience. Yes. So three was supposed to be Future Toy and the Triceratops and like the the uh, fucking squid looking people, not squid looking people, like the brain looking motherfucker, Crane. Oh yeah. So three was gonna bring it, and then there's sure. seeds in two that were gonna do that. You know, like that TRCI who made the ooze. They were the Crane people. Yeah, what was uh, what were Crank's people called? The not Fusatoy, uh, fucking, I can't think of the name of them. But yeah, so part three was gonna have like the Triceratops villain Fusatoy, who I've always hated, who's who's stupid to me, and the brain looking people. So that's where three was going. But obviously, like that budget was gonna be a lot, and then by at that time, no one would uh. Let them do a, a movie on that big of a scale when, like, the Turtles, when Turtle Mania was dying down. Now, was Crane in the original comic book, yes. or was it created for the cartoon? Nope. Crane is in the comic books. Because Crane and the, like, in the new books, they're at war with you, the, the uh, U-Troms? Yes, yes. The U-Troms and the Triceratops. Trying whatever the fuck they call are at war like 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 the Cree in Cree and the who else? Shiar? Cree Shiar war? Scroll? Who was it? The scroll? Oh, the that famous uh, like Avengers book. The, yeah, the Cree scroll. Yes. So like that. So I would like to see like how they're doing. Uh, they're taking old properties and then like they're saying, okay, these sequels don't matter. I would love to see a Turtles three with the Jim with the Jim with the Jim Henson costume with a little bit of like thirty effects as an overlay and do that storyline because uh, apparently that script is out there. So it says right here. So after the after the third one, so that might have been uh, following the disappointing box office. Early plans for a fourth installment were canceled. A script entitled TMNT four: The Foot Walks Again was written by Craig Shapiro and John Travis. Peter Laird had released concept designs for a version which he says would have entitled TMNT The Next Mutation. Playmates catalogs, Playmate catalogs indicated a fourth film would be released in 1996, yep. but it never materialized. There would not be another film until the 2007 animated film, and there would not be another live-action adaptation until the 2014 reboot, which, let's put a pause in it yep. um, until we get back to our next episode. And we'll kind of end our TMNT movie. Yeah, because there's, there's... We got three more movies to get through. Um, and then we'll kind of got... At that point, we'll have gotten uh, on our TMNT uh, retrospective. Part one, the films. Yes. Oh, but there's one more that, that we've got to talk about as well. And, and look, we're in on this. Have you ever seen the YouTube series, uh, 
Teenage Mutant N-Word Turtles? No. They take uh, they take scenes from the first two movies and make a, a pretty coherent plotline, but it's hilarious. Huh. It is hilarious. Matter of fact, we were going to film a third one, but I kind of want you to watch the first episode of this. It is fucking hilarious. Alright. So, I because two episodes of this is pretty good. So, okay, so we'll see that. Thank <laughs> you.